Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Soul Deep In. My name is Elizabeth Anna and I am your host. I'll also be the guest today. I was uh, doing stuff around the house earlier and I just started to feel like so much <laughs> information and I even got emotional and I was going to sit down and journal but instead I just attached a wireless microphone that I just got and I was like, oh, I need to figure out how to use this. And I just started talking. So it's a very um, informal type of podcast where I'm just kind of going. Uh, and it's just information that I feel like has just been very present recently. And it's, I feel like it's definitely helped me on my journey. It's helped me help others. And right now, I just feel like most people are uh, like there's opportunity and I don't know what it is because there's people in my life that normally don't have awareness and I'm seeing them develop it so I feel like I don't know I don't know what it is I can't sit here and tell you because I don't have the answer to it but I do know that um, there's an opportunity right now and because I keep hearing about it I keep you know seeing it pop up everywhere and yeah maybe it's because I speak about it a lot that you know what we think of and what is present in our lives that does tend to show up around us but I just I'm hearing it from people I don't talk to every day and they're all good things and for everybody it you know shows up differently for some people it could be extremely difficult to start to feel things that maybe they've kept down for a while or they start to you know like find themselves saying you know what like I I I see this in myself now and I'm going to do something different and it's just, I think it's a beautiful realization and a way to say, I'm done living my life the way I've been living it. But it's hard. It's definitely not an easy, uh, it, it's like, I did a Reiki class this weekend and it was, that was one of the topics of conversation of how like, once you have like a level of consciousness, once you're aware of certain behaviors in yourself, now you're responsible. You become responsible for saying, I if I, I'm going to do this and now I'm choosing to do this, right? Because why would you continue a pattern or a behavior that uh, you know is harmful or that it may hurt us? It's hurting yourself or it's uh, not allowing you to grow, which most of the time that's exactly what it is. It impedes your ability to become your best version, which is like to learn and to grow and to integrate what you're learning. And I think sometimes that's hard. And uh, like today, I, I actually made a comment um, to Sam, who's my coworker. She was on the podcast last week, but uh, it was kind of like um, how certain things show up, you know, and even though we may be teaching classes because we have the information, sometimes we need the uh like the like what we're teaching as well so it's like we practice as we preach because the reality of it is is that we're not going to always like realize or or, or, in, or like completely know everything it's impossible it's impossible but sometimes we do have the gift like there's certain people that have the gift to want to teach others that guide others not everybody's meant for that so just because i haven't fully integrated something in my life doesn't mean i can't sit here and teach it and as I'm teaching it, I'm also learning it. And I think that's beautiful because it's real. It's vulnerable. And it's not about saying, oh, I have, you know, I've mastered this. I'm a master at this. Because I think sometimes we seek people that are like, we think they're perfect. Nobody's perfect. Everybody is imperfect and perfect at the same time because within we're all whole, right? But our human parts will always have something that we need to work on. 
need to like, you know, fully learn the lesson and continue to grow. I believe that's going to be like until the day I take my last breath, I hope. But I also hope to enjoy what I've learned and and to continue to share it to help others. So I really hope that you enjoy this podcast, that, you know, remember to like, comment, give me some feedback, submit any questions, whatever, you know, you know what it is. And uh, if you want to check out my meditations, I have them on YouTube. I'll probably post a link on the episode description. So thank you guys for listening. Enjoy the episode. So I was just kind of thinking that that the... One thing that's been sticking out a lot recently is our programming patterns. I did a meditation on it yesterday, but I think once you make it safe to allow yourself to feel these emotions um, or, or to recognize them, it it comes at you full force. And I've always said that I was born with having a level of consciousness that most people don't. Even from when I was a kid, the thing is that a lot of my programming created doubt, created doubt, created insecurities, and so I'm becoming almost hyper aware of the things I feel and why my beliefs have, uh, like, basically self-sabotaged me, right? So when I... One thing that has really, like, I started thinking about wounds and being triggered and how I know that I've overcome so much, but we have this mentality that it's, you know, once we do the work, it's over and it kind of, that's it. Like I did so much work and it was so hard and I've overcome so much, but I'm realizing I kind of always said it's it doesn't end until you take your last breath like like growing and learning there's no way for us to know it all (laughs) there's no way uh while we're here to be like i know everything um because we're human there's no way for us no matter how much um, we may learn and how much we may level up it doesn't matter um there's always going to be more to learn and i think that that's what makes being human beautiful that we get to experience things from two different perspectives you know our goal should be to connect with our true essence um, and if we could function from that constantly I think life would be amazing but the truth is that the human aspect of us is the one that's meant to teach us so that our soul can you know kind of grow and become who it's meant to become the lessons that we we learn the hardships that we go through the challenges and how we choose to face them or not like that's our consciousness and our soul and our ability to then just grow and um being human is what allows us to do that but it's it's also hard it's the hard part it's because it's sometimes it opens up things that you don't want to see you don't want to feel and then today I was kind of thinking about how like if you fall and you cut yourself and you have a scratch or an open wound you don't just leave it there you tend to it and I think our internal wounds are like that they're easy to just kind of put to the side because you don't see them but the moment 
that it becomes visible. And the way that it becomes visible is when you get angry at something. When you, you know, when something feels like it is weighing on you, like somebody says something and and you feel hurt by it, that's a moment of like an opportunity to discover, to say, I am going to acknowledge that there's a wound in here. So like, again, if you were to see a wound, like with your eyes on your skin, you wouldn't just be like, I'm not going to pay attention. No, I did not get hurt because it's going to be the lead and it's going to get dirty. It's going to get infected. And that's what happens to our internal wounds. When we refuse to see them, they get infected and they start infecting our lives, the people around us. And we either choose to continue to ignore it and blame everybody else. Or you can say, this is mine. This is my wound. And I am grateful for all those people that have, you know, kind of allowed me to see this wound. You know, I'm not saying excuse behavior that, you know, somebody treats you bad or, or whatnot. I'm, I'm, I mean, you have to learn to set boundaries. But every time that you are triggered by something, by someone, it is an opportunity for you to say, what inside me have I ignored? What inside me had I not seen? Like, what did I not know was there? What wound existed that I have been numbing? That I have been, you know, you know, silencing it with food, drugs, alcohol, sex. It doesn't matter. All of us use different uh, tools to not feel what we feel. Sometimes even exercise. Like, I know for a fact, like, I know exercise for me has been um, instrumental in helping me deal with um, too much like uh, either anxious feelings or um, overthinking and although I think it's healthy when you start using it as an escape it's not so just really everything has a use it just depends how are you using it and that's something that everybody has to like kind of do inventory of it you know make that determination for themselves because only you know you I can tell you, hey, this works for me. And then you try it, you know, like that shit don't work. But it's not that it doesn't work, it's that it doesn't work for you. So then you have to find your own patterns. This is why sometimes I think like we always are looking for people to, you know, give us the answers to the problems we have because we want it to go away. And in reality, nothing ever goes away. You either just deal with it and start to heal it, or you you know, take something or do something to pretend it's not there, to not feel the effects of what's there, but it will be there until you have to deal with it and it'll show up in different ways in your life. And so it's just a matter of like, how how are you going to um, tackle this? How are you going to like take care of this? How are you going to tend to this, to the wounds that are within? Because it's impossible for any of us to stand on earth here as human beings wounds I I mean you could say you don't have them maybe believe you don't have them but that doesn't mean you don't have them and granted there are people who honestly their wounds don't affect them they had they've either learned their level of consciousness is a lot uh, more evolved and therefore the they're able to heal them quicker than others and uh, like I always 
like to think of my father, but then I always forget that I had, you know, my dad was a lot older. So I don't know. I didn't know him when he was young. I know the stories, but I don't know who he was. I didn't, you know, get an experience of him, but I feel like he tended to his wounds. But that didn't mean he still didn't have wounds. You know, I think sometimes our relationship with people clouds the way we see them. I had put my father on a pedestal like he could do no wrong but in reality um, there was things that I would look back at and be like huh, he messed up on this like I think he made a mistake and um, I started to see him fully and realize he's not perfect because there was times when I thought he was but he was his level of consciousness was just amazing because he learned he didn't let the pains within stop him and he would feel them and he would heal them whichever way he acknowledged them. He didn't numb, he didn't try to not feel. And to me that is one of the first steps in really uh, allowing yourself to to heal what's inside. And uh, we can call them childhood, ch- you know, childhood wounds, mother wounds, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, you can, there's a million names you can Google on the internet and on different with different titles but at the end of the day it's you knowing you it's you connecting to you it's you acknowledging that with no intention because I honestly think most of our parents just did the best they can they could you know they didn't know any better they had their own wounds and sometimes they didn't know how to tend to them or didn't even know they existed you know I think uh it's really difficult sometimes to, especially in the Latin family, because I come from a Latin family, to be able to talk about these things without offending, you know, your your, your parents. I, I like obviously I don't have my dad here anymore, and I used to never think that anything he did affected me because I always thought he was amazing. And but my relationship with my mother was always tough. I felt like I was always chasing love, and that doesn't like when I speak about these things sometimes like I I fear that she's gonna feel offended like I'm saying she did a bad job like she messed me up but it's not about that it's about acknowledging that she had her own wounds and she had her own uh, self to tend to and unfortunately she didn't know how to and so therefore that's why I say like if you don't tend to the wounds they get infected and then they kind of start spreading but the beauty of it is that I have that awareness and so I can't go back and change anything and I don't want to sit here and blame my mother because at the end of the day I know she loves me and I know that she did the best she could she just has a hard time knowing how to love herself how to do for her and that is a very Latin um, I feel like and maybe I'm sure there's other nationalities that also can relate, but for me, like just seeing it because I grew up um, in a Latin household, and uh, it's, it's you know you take care of others, you serve, and while that's beautiful, you can't serve from an empty cup, and that's felt. And we don't realize that, but um, it is absolutely uh, like even kids they perceive it, they feel it, the lack. And so those, those things create wounds. And so never am I trying to say that my mother, you know, ruined me. Not at all. Not at all. Because everything that we went through 
in the end has been worth it because the challenges, the obstacles, you know, the uh, conflicts, because we just, we bump heads and we have so much in common that it has allowed me to become high, like, I don't want to say hyper aware, but aware in my own life, but I've repeated some of the patterns and I could blame her or I could be like, it's my fault because I didn't see them. (laughs) I didn't choose to see them. And some I have seen and done differently. And when I catch myself doing something that I like somehow remember, this hurt me when, you know, my mom did it. She didn't realize she was hurting me. Right now I can say, I don't, I could stop. And I do that with my kids. There's times when I catch myself and I apologize and that's not always easy right but I think it's necessary especially if you're aware this is why I think yesterday I had posted something about like um I did a Reiki class this weekend and that was a big topic it was how ignorance is bliss and you know uh, how self you know being self-aware carries with it such responsibility because once you know you can't really like you I mean you can but you're consciously making the choice to ignore what you know and so it's it's different and that's why I say like I've always carried that sense of responsibility with me I from a very young age I was always aware of what I was doing I was always aware if what I was doing was right or wrong so when I made the wrong choice I had carried so much guilt because I knew So I've done a lot of things that, you know, again, what's right or wrong. Um, We all have different, you know, we can, I'm sure we can have a list and the majority of people will agree what's right or wrong because there's basic things, but um, our internal moral compass growing up in a household that, you know, I went like, my parents weren't religious. My dad had a a lot of faith, Um, but he also was very open to, you know, metaphysics and the power of the mind it wasn't just god it wasn't just jesus like he i mean it was for him he definitely wait i'm not gonna say it wasn't just but he didn't close himself off and he was not religious at all and so but i went to catholic school and i didn't realize how much of that was uh, i was being programmed with this is the way it needs to be this is the way it needs to be and then i would carry so much guilt because i was trying to follow the rules and live by the rules that were that were i was told was right or wrong and so messing up meant i did something wrong so that the 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 weight of responsibility with a when you be when you're self-aware is is heavy and but it's also beautiful because you you're living a conscious life and so I've always been very frustrated with people who just do things without thinking. And I'm just like, bro, what is wrong with you? But I realize like not everybody has the same um, awareness. And that's where we say ignorance is bliss. Because if you don't have the responsibility, you could do things and you really honestly don't care. (laughs) Uh, But that's always affected me. Affected me, like, especially with close relationships. And I think lately it's been a little bit easier to just see and be like, okay, you know, everybody's not like me and I'm not like everybody. So you have to let people be. Maybe you can point it out to them. At the end of the day, it's still a choice for them. They acknowledge that.
that what they're doing is okay or not. And so I just, I one of the things that I feel like stood out to me um, this week, I feel like I've had, a, oh, today's, let's see. I, I, okay, so this week I had um, a some time with the boys and it's, it was really nice. Um, I felt like I connected with them. They actually came to me. <laughs> Usually I feel like I'm the one. I don't really chase. I feel like I don't really do that because um, I'm always doing something. But they, it, I just felt like I they wanted to be with me, except the oldest. <laughs> and um, I realized with him, it's been, I do, I'm doing something that was done to me because he's the oldest. And I think I, like growing up in a household, I was a middle child for a while. I felt invisible. And then my older sister moved out and I was the oldest. Um, and so then I became responsible. I became the one that had to set the example, the one that had to, you know, the one that they tested all, all the rules with and, um, and the one that could kind of take care of herself. And so I didn't realize I was doing that with my oldest. I mean, my oldest, I'm, we're a blended family, so when I came into the picture, he was like 17, 16, so like he was already older. So I felt like I connected with him and I honestly didn't put a lot of effort into more. And so I put a lot of effort into the middle child because he was, he was, he just resisted. And um, I feel like with the oldest, I repeated a pattern. I kind of was like, oh, you're fine. And there's times when I like, I, I'm tough for with him because he's old. And today, I think it was today or yesterday, I just started to feel like, wow, I am becoming aware of the fact that I am doing to him what was done to me. I'm repeating a pattern. It's not healthy. It's not. Because it doesn't matter how old you are. Like, it, it doesn't matter. We all have different levels of consciousness and we all have different levels of awareness. And so it's not fair to say you're older and you should be more responsible and you should like that's not fair because that's a societal expectation that's something that I've been programmed to believe because I was treated that way and so I didn't realize how ingrained that was in my brain <laughs> that uh and I even like sometimes argue with my husband like you can't expect the younger ones to do all these things when you haven't even you know had that expectation for the oldest like it's not fair like that doesn't seem right and then the reality of it is, it's like, why not? The younger ones can, why should we hold them back? Because, you know, it's been a different, um, like, you know, path for the oldest one. Doesn't mean that it's just, his path has been different. His goals are different. Um, he's had more responsibility on him than any of the other two. And so, like, that weighs on a person. And... It, the expectations that we're setting I mean the crazy part is that I know this I, this is why I say that our programming our patterns our behaviors our beliefs like you have to self-evaluate is this mine do I really believe this or is this just something that is so deep in me and that was something that I was not questioning <laughs> and it surprises me because I feel like deep down I know this and so this is where I say, I, no matter how much 
how you know how long I'll be teaching for, how long I'll be guiding people, coaching, doing hypnosis. I don't know. I don't know how long I'll be doing that for, but no matter how long I'm doing that for, I will be a student for the same amount of time or longer <laughs> because uh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful to find things um, and see them in a different perspective and realize you had been doing them wrong. <laughs> and I could sit here and be like, wow, I can't believe this. I messed up. I'm being so hard on myself. Or I can say, okay, I could do things differently now. I can talk to him and be like, I'm sorry. I apologize that I have been allowing myself to function from a programmed um, mindset instead of like making an effort to have a real connection, to you know, not put this like societal pressure on you to do something that in reality maybe you're not you're not there yet and that's okay it's quite all right and uh it just kind of hit me out of like left field uh, in a in a emotional but also beautiful kind of way because i mean it would be so much worse to find this out years later (laughs) you know and i would have missed an opportunity because I've already missed a ton of opportunities, um, but to continue on would be to miss more. So now this is where I say like, I have awareness of something. I have become consciously aware of something that I'm doing, a pattern that I realized was not my real belief. It was a societal belief, a programming that I received when I was younger. And I am aware that I functioned from that aspect but now I have a choice, right? Do I continue to fall back to that pattern? Because it's gonna happen. There's gonna be moments where I'm gonna wanna say that, but it's my choice to correct myself and be like, wait, time out. <laughs> That's the way you used to think. And then it's, it's kind of rewiring my brain, right? To say, I don't think that way anymore. And correcting myself, which means I'm gonna be wrong often. And I have to be okay with being wrong and being called out. And, uh, and it's going to be awkward and it's going to be weird because it's not what I'm used to. And so that's where people don't want to do this because they don't want to, they feel like it's exhausting. For me personally, it's more exhausting to function from a place that is not me, <laughs> that I've allowed myself to, uh, you know, kind of function from uh, on the autopilot. And, uh, I think it's really up to each individual and that's where I am learning to just back up like it's not my responsibility to make you responsible for yourself I can only share what I know you know and let you know what I've learned but at the end of the day what you do with that it's solely up to you because I can't do anything for you that's why I say like don't look for answers don't look for people to tell you oh this worked for uh, this workout is amazing and I love it and okay you maybe you try to work on it like this world sucks that's not for you you need to figure out what works for you which means stop listening to everybody else like just listen to yourself try things become like curious about you know exploring different techniques whether it's working out where it's eating whether it is you know mental health whatever it is you know whatever it is definitely find support find guidance but don't go to anybody who tells you what to do because that's the moment you set yourself up to fail 
because then you're just trying to follow something because you think that's the answer and then you you're not even questioning this is is this for me like I had a client a consultation that I did and I had said I'm gonna have you do work and journal and she immediately was like I don't journal (laughs) like she knew that she was not gonna journal and uh she just didn't want me to even entertain the fact that you know she was going to journal and I was like thank you thank you for being honest with me and for knowing yourself well enough to know that you're not even going to try to do that because it would really suck if I gave her work you know where she had to you know journal and she wouldn't do it then the program's not going to be as effective so now you know what as a coach (laughs) I will tailor the work that I'm going to give her to something else other than journaling because I don't want to set her up for failure so I think it's important for you to know yourself to say and it's not like oh you're not open you need to try like no if you know yourself speak up about it and don't try to do things that are not aligned with you like I just quit 75 hard (laughs) again for like the 50th time and I think it's it's crazy because like I really wanted to do this genuinely wanted to do it but it didn't feel right and it's not that it was hard because honestly like it's just checking off stuff it's that I felt like I was just checking off stuff and it just I felt like it was an ego thing like I needed to finish it because I said I was gonna finish it it's almost like I'm doing it for other people not for myself I know I can do it I know I can I, I have a extreme mindset but I'm trying to shift away from that so why would I set myself up to do something that once again is going to create an extreme mindset it's unhealthy so my resisting the program my resisting doing this my feeling like you know this is uh, ego driven was me knowing myself me saying this is not your program and it's okay it's okay and I, it's, it was hard. <laughs> I had a whole share cast going on in Marco Polo. I had people that started because of me. I had people motivating me that had already finished it. And it felt like I let people down. Uh, but it didn't feel like I was letting myself down, which means I wasn't in it for the right reasons. I wasn't doing it for the right reasons. I don't need to do anything for anybody else. I need to do it for myself. And so that's that belief should apply to everything it should apply to everything because if your heart is not in something if you're not fully committed to it and you're not doing it for the right reasons then you're setting yourself up to fail and then you're setting yourself up to like kind of you know live a life where you're trying to do things for other people and you forget yourself so your connection to yourself you forget to trust yourself you forget to um, and you lose that practice and before you know it you're asking people oh what do you think what do you think what do you think and those are you know kind of uh, habits or patterns that exist that you will develop and then you will start to um, rely on instead of saying I know myself well enough to know this is not for me and I think it's beautiful because as somebody who for a long time I it's still very present it's not gone but I'm more aware of it has had this 
deep need to connect with others, to feel like everybody I meet, I have a connection with. I want to feel like they feel a connection with me the same way I'm yearning the connection with them. That, I call it like definitely the middle child syndrome, the need to be seen is, uh, it's been a hard program and belief and pattern to like uh, break out of. It's still so present because I'm constantly analyzing people's reactions and trying to see, oh, I don't think they like me. And, um, and I, it's, it's, it's very like hard to admit that because I never really saw myself that way. I just always thought <laughs> I was the kind of person who got along with everybody and that everybody liked me. <clears throat> and it wasn't until like oof, some years ago that I realized that some people didn't. <laughs> I have a friend that uh, I, I think I always kind of knew she didn't like me, but I always thought there was different reasons why. And one time she came to my house and told me that she didn't like me for such a long time because she was judging me. And uh, how she then started to see change her perspective of me and realize that the reason she didn't like me was because of her judgment of me, her programming, the belief that I was different and that because I was different, there was something wrong with me and therefore she rejected me. She had programming from childhood. You know, she was in a deep religious family and so I was the opposite. And so the opposite meant bad. It wasn't her fault. It was her programming, but she was able to acknowledge it. And the fact that she always, like, she shared that with me, like, I always say, like, I'm so grateful for that because it also allowed me to see, like, hey, yo, not everybody likes you. And it doesn't matter. It could be for that reason, and it could be for a reason that you just don't like me. And that is okay because I don't like everybody either. But I try. I try to like everybody even when I don't like them. And that's tough because it's this need to, like, see the good in everything and everybody and I don't think it's a bad thing but it is if I'm constantly looking to also have them like me if I want to do that that's fine but I shouldn't do it with the expectation that others are gonna do the same and and so like I'm I'm realizing this is obviously something that it's still present but it's no longer consuming me I still sometimes analyze conversations I've had and lack of responses, and I wonder, oh, did I say something wrong? Did I, like, yes, I do that, but I don't go into the rabbit hole. I let it come up, and I'm like, hey, it doesn't matter. I, like, talk myself through. And so uh, this is why I say, like, as a, like, I want to be vulnerable in my journey. I want to give people advice. I don't want to make it sound like I have, because everything together because it's impossible for everybody to have everything together like even if it appears that way we all have something that we're going to constantly be working on if we choose to see it so regardless of how much I've learned I know I know more right because I've allowed myself to do the work I've allowed myself to see the wounds and to say I'm not going to ignore this so I can say yes I've I've definitely grown I've grown from who I was and there's people in my life that see it and there's people in my life that I know that they've chosen the opposite direction and so but that doesn't mean that I've reached a level of like that's it oh I completed it I can teach you everything because it's easy to teach it is it absolutely is like you you learn things you know things I think uh, the saying that goes knowledge uh 
half the battle or something like that. Like it's like it's only like until you don't integrate what you know, it literally is just knowledge. And so it's easy. And I feel like for a long time I functioned from a place like that. I just liked to learn and learn and learn and learn. And I was like, it was great at giving advice to people, but not at taking it, not at integrating it, not at saying, okay, I'm doing this. I have done this, so, you know, I can talk from experience. I'm not always going to have, you know, an experience for every client that comes to see me. It's impossible. It, I would have to be, you know, <laughs> omnipresent and, and just, like, be able to, like, have lived, I don't know, like, I can't sit here and say I'm going to be able to relate to everybody, which means it's important for me to know things that I haven't been through. But I think it's also, for me personally, not everybody would like somebody like me right as a coach but I like that I like vulnerability because I like to connect for me connection is important you know and so now I'm learning connecting to myself instead of just trying to connect with others therefore I know when I have a real connection as opposed to the desire to connect and be seen so that is really the message the way that you start to recognize patterns develop awareness and um and, and tend to the wounds that are within that you can't see, right, is by connecting with yourself. It's by learning who are you really? What's, what's the difference between your programming and, and what you really believe? Because we all have beliefs. We all have, uh, you know, uh, behaviors. We all have uh, thoughts that have been programmed in us and the ones that we've allowed to kind of program us because when you're learning something you make the choice to believe it or not and uh and right now we have a like we have access to so much information that sometimes it is overwhelming because you have to say is this do i believe this i don't know and uh so it's either you believe everything you believe nothing or you learn but the only way you learn to differentiate what resonates with you what you really believe what you're going to integrate is by knowing yourself and it's 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 fun but it's difficult to see or to kind of like unwrap parts of yourself that you're like that's not mine (laughs) that's not mine it's either a wound or it's a programming or you know it it could be so many different things but those are usually the ones that come from and so um, it's it's beautiful but it's hard sometimes it's painful to release things that you thought were yours and they're not but personally uh i'm i'm enjoying it again there are moments where it is overwhelmingly difficult especially when you think to yourself wow i missed so many opportunities to do better at this but it's better to realize it now than never or at the end of your life so Ultimately, you're hearing this, and I think you're you're searching. You're searching, and so I'm not here to tell you do this, do that. Just truly uh, evaluate yourself. Get to know yourself. See what are the patterns that are showing up repetitively. The situations that are coming up that make you feel as if I've been I've done this before. This is, I've been here before. Why is this happening again? Because you're the one choosing the situation for a reason. And especially if those situations are really difficult, because I know sometimes to hearing that is like, I didn't pick a person that was going to 
physically abuse me, let's just say, but you did. You did. And I'm not saying that's your fault for being in that situation at all. At all. But there's something in you that's saying that's what you deserve. Because you're continuing to choose somebody like that. But it's not what you deserve. And that's programming. Or that's a wound. Or a belief. Uh, or all three. And so it's you saying, I deserve better. And connecting with yourself, loving yourself, not looking for it outside of yourself. And then making a choice. Because, and that's just one situation. And that's a tough one. And that's why I brought up the tough one. Because if you're hearing this and that's your situation, then it is difficult to take accountability for that. And so I don't want to, you know, uh, make anybody feel like their situation is their fault it's not nobody should ever lay a hand on you but we choose the people that we surround ourselves with and so there is accountability in that like I used to choose men that I couldn't depend on and that didn't provide me safety emotionally and it was because I was afraid to depend on men I was afraid that depending on a man meant that uh, I would be controlled and the crazy part was that I was being controlled anyway. And so I had to come to that realization that this was a fear within me that started from a childhood wound. My perception of my mom was, as much as my dad was amazing, was that she was a stay-at-home mom but didn't want to be. And I would say, I don't know if she ever, you know, spoke up about it and said, I want something different or just kind of said, okay, and did what my dad said. And so I thought, okay, if you depend on a man, he controls you. I don't want that. I'm never going to depend on a man. And so it's been uh, a roller coaster because my husband's the first man that I've felt safe to depend on um, because he's not controlling and he is... Um, He's, I don't know, he, he just, he provides the space for me to be me. And uh, at the end of the day, I needed to choose the partners I chose in the past to learn, to learn the difference, to recognize the pattern, because that's the thing. It's like, how do you recognize something that you're not doing? I mean, obviously, there was a pattern there. <laughs> and I had to recognize that this was me. I don't regret it. I never regret. I mean, that's not true. I have felt regret before but I don't I don't sit in regret I don't allow myself to get consumed by it because I wouldn't be who I am today had I not made those choices and every person from my past has played a role into becoming into me becoming me even if at times it was through pain I'm grateful for that because those experiences taught me about myself and I saw myself repeating old patterns from those relationships and my relationship with my husband I'd never been married so like I saw myself doing things that I was like wait a minute <laughs> ah this is me it is me and yeah agreed there's things that get triggered so if my husband had a behavior that reflected something I had been through then my behavior was or my pattern was like it was like okay this is how we do this and I had to be like, uh-uh, we don't do this anymore. 
we're not doing it this way because now you learned you learned that the past and the things that you did and the choices you made and how you handled those wounds how you handled the feeling insecure in a relationship and how you handled not being able to trust is not how you're going to handle it anymore because the way you handled it then didn't resolve it for you so what makes you think it's going to work now you're going to handle it different and that was like a conscious decision and it was difficult because a lot of every part of me wanted to just go the old route because it was a numbing it was a coping mechanism of like I don't want to feel this but I had to allow myself to feel it and and follow through and it was hard but at the end now I see my marriage and I'm not saying we're never going to have obstacles or we don't have them because we're two different people we have them constantly but the way we you know get through those obstacles is absolutely uh, different than what the way we used to get through them earlier in our marriage or when we were dating it's it's different we both have grown and because we've allowed each other the space to do so we've allowed each other to see who we really are like i've been able to bring up parts of him that he had never seen his level of awareness has definitely increased and so has mine because i think a relationship helps you see parts of yourself that um, especially like it helps reveal the wounds from your childhood and whether or not you recognize that that is from your childhood it does sometimes i say like we want to know we want to know at least for me i'd like to know where everything comes from but i realize sometimes i don't get the answer and it's not about finding it's not always about finding the answer if you can find it great but if you can't it's about okay this is here now regardless where it came from what am i going to do with it Am I going to just tuck it away and be like, I'm ignoring it? Or am I going to like say, okay, I'm going to tend to this because I see it showing up a lot. And so it's, it's self-discovery and in every relationship you have, uh, it's an opportunity to allow you to see what you need to do. And like I said, like, what is it? With great power comes great responsibility. That's Spider-Man. It's, I don't know not really good at those comic things but i think that's the quote and uh awareness to me is a power it is a power because not everybody has it and whether or not you choose to see it that way uh it it does come with the weight of the responsibility of saying now i now i do differently now i'm going to make a different choice because i know or i'm going to ignore this but the responsibility falls on you so when patterns start to repeat Like you can look out at the world and be like, oh, these people suck or look what this person did to me. Or you can say, how did I contribute to this? How did I participate in this happening to me? Look within. It is one of the most amazing relationships you have. And every other relationship you have outside of yourself, even the relationship with God, I realize this. I feel like in religion, they teach you like to die to yourself. And I understand why, right? Because I think it means like the human aspect, but you can't really die to your human aspect because it's a part of you. It's really difficult to say, oh, just ignore, like just put, you know, I get it because I've done it. And I'm not saying it doesn't function. Like, right? Like it, when you truly apply the certain things, like it, it, There's a part of you that lights up, but this is a thing. 
when there's triggers that happen, you start to see, oh, wait a minute, um, how, how do I handle this? Yeah, prayer, you could pray, absolutely. But if the pattern doesn't get dealt with, then it's still there. The, the wound is there, the pattern is there, the behavior continues to show up. So you need to, like if I have a cut in my leg and it's split open and I need stitches, I could put my hand over it and pray. I absolutely can. Chances of it like closing up on its own, right? If it's the wound or the gash is that big, I'm probably going to have to go to the hospital <laughs> and get stitches. There's wounds that you need help for. There's wounds that prayer helps, but doesn't mean you can ignore the wound. So the relation, how we are with ourselves, even like how we love ourselves, how much we know ourselves helps us have a better relationship with God because it's more, it's authentic. It's real. You're coming from a place of, um, of who you are. And I know he knows who we are, right? You believe in God and, uh, we are, he's within, right? So he knows who we fully are, our good or bad. But do you? <laughs> because, yeah, it's beautiful to have a relationship with God. But do you have one with yourself? Because that relationship with God is a reflection of the one you have with yourself. So, and every other relationship with your spouse, with your children, like it all will mirror back to you. And so like, are you tending to that? discovering yourself are you seeing what belongs to you and what doesn't because that is your responsibility nobody else's and so you can live your whole life and not care but if you're listening to this and you've gone this far i highly doubt you don't care <laughs> so uh just if you haven't already started this practice i mean start it it's really just it's it's, it's a beautiful way to truly get to know yourself and to say I'm I'm gonna determine my beliefs my patterns my behaviors my programming and I think that's a beautiful thing that we get to do thank you so much for listening have a wonderful wonderful day as always leave a comment make sure to give me a review because I love to see those stars and to know that you guys are listening and uh if you're looking for one-on-one -on -one, uh, hypnosis or coaching, you can go to my website, www.elizabethanna.com, and you can schedule a consultation. It's free. All right, guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.